There is a higher and supreme level of understanding that towers over man's natural analytics, and it is the realm of the spirit, the realm of the invisible kingdom of God. Lest one make the error of assuming that that which dominates is that which he can discover with his five senses, consider this. The most powerful forces in the universe are invisible, forces such as gravity, electromagnetic fields, wind, electricity, the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of Satan are all invisible. Consider what G. E. Schwartz, Ph.D., had to say in his book, The G.O.D. Experiments. Physics tells us, in no uncertain terms, that invisible fields, including gravitational, electromagnetic, and quantum fields, are the rule, not the exception, in nature and the universe. We live in a veritable sea of invisible fields, this infinite sea of fields permeates the vacuum of space with incomprehensibly complex networks of structures and organizations. As astronomer Sten Odenwald writes in Patterns in the Void Why Nothing is Important, we are forced to confront the fact that something hidden in the void is controlling not just the subtle properties of matter, but the destiny of the universe. End of quote. All that you see and can't see is created by God, and God is a spirit. Spirits always precede the physical. God's spiritual wisdom is superior to natural rationale. Salvation, the born-again experience, the greatest mystery and miracle of all time, is the sole product of spiritual workings. The redeemed are drawn to Christ by the Spirit of God, John 6:44 made spiritually alive by the Spirit of God, Ephesians 2.1, sealed by the Holy Ghost of promise, Ephesians 1.13, and confirmed by the same Spirit, Romans chapter 8.14-16. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Man is not redeemed by the fatally inferior natural mind. Have you been born again? Are you ready to embrace the holy truth? Are you ready to be forgiven and delivered from your sin and shame? Today is surely your day of salvation. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now, for today's subject. God said, Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and hallowed it. God said, Genesis 5, 5, And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. God said, Genesis 5, 8, And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. God said, Genesis 5, 27, and all the days of Methuselah were 960 and nine years, and he died. Man said, the foundation of my unbelief is Ramapithecus, the Australopithecines, Java man, Lucy, Nebraska man, Piltdown man, Neanderthals, Cro-Magnum, the Chinese lizard chicken, and all the other missing links. Now the record. Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 680, 
that will once again confirm the full inerrancy of the Word of God. All of these beautiful features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as fishing bait for the souls of men. Be sure to take advantage of three very useful tools on God Said, Man Said. Number one, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type the keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send a message to someone you love. It is so quick and easy. And three, imagine you can download nearly 170 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. We are honored by your presence. May God's face shine upon you and your home. The man said positions for unbelief noted above have all been discredited as either frauds or the wrong reading of the facts. Every time the academics have challenged the word of God, they have failed time after miserable time. Regardless of their multitude of failures, they soldier on. Their problem is relatively simple. You cannot prove that which is not true. The two world views from which life is approached are the views of faith versus unbelief. Faith in God's word is spirit-based. Unbelief, on the other hand, is portrayed as natural, rational wisdom, but is also spirit-based, simply based on the wrong and deadly spirit. The beginning and the end result of these two journeys are 180 degrees out. The Neanderthal man, a purported missing link, a hunchbacked, dumb brute, a caveman, etc., is back in the news. Features were published in the March 2014 issue of Scientific American and in the March 2014 issue of Acts and Facts, and the two conclusions from the investigation of the facts, as you should expect, are notably different. First, excerpts from Scientific American from the feature Ancient Burial, with the subhead in their Treatment of the Dead Neanderthals, we're a lot like us, it follows. Around 60,000 years ago, in a small limestone cave in what is now central France, Neanderthals dug a grave and laid an elderly member of their clan to rest. That is the picture emerging from the archaeological site that yielded the famous La Chapelle aux Saints, a Neanderthal skeleton in 1908, and it has important implications for understanding the behavior and cognitive capacity of our closest evolutionary relatives. Some archaeologists have long argued that a number of Neanderthal sites preserve evidence of burials, a practice considered to be a key feature of modern human behavior. In recent years, researchers have found compelling evidence that Neanderthals had other modern practices, such as decorating their bodies and making sophisticated tools. They did such things before anatomically modern humans invaded their turf, suggesting that Neanderthals developed cultural traditions independently rather than learning them from savvy newcomers. Ironically, the original La Chapelle aux Saints discovery in the early 20th century gave rise to the Neanderthals' unfortunate reputation as dumb brutes. Shortly after the find, French paleontologist Marceline Boulet reconstructed the skeleton to show a stooped, slouching individual with bent knees, a short neck, and a low, sloping skull. Thus the image of the oafish caveman was born. 
Scientists later determined that the skeleton was in fact that of an aged male who suffered from severe arthritis, end of quote. The headline from Acts and Facts reads, Ancient Human DNA, Neanderthals, and the Nisovens. This feature written by Dr. Jeffrey Tompkins approached the subject via DNA sequencing. Excerpts follow. Questions about ancient DNA abound, particularly ancient human DNA. Are the data real? Are they accurate? Are the newly published genomes of the Neanderthals, Denisovans, and others being sequenced similar to modern humans, or do they represent forms of evolutionary prehumans? Of particular interest in this field is the increasing amount of ADNA sequence being generated for ancient humans from samples recently extracted from bones and even frozen tissues. Some of these samples are allegedly from humans who lived about 4,000 to 10,000 years ago, termed Neolithic, while others are claimed to be from individuals who lived over 40,000 years ago, such as Neanderthals and Denisovans. The field of ADNA sequencing for archaic human genomes has exploded during the past few years as technologies have greatly improved. However, many problems and caveats still plague this research and must be considered when attempting to interpret the data. One of the main problems is the pervasive contamination of samples with modern human DNA. A recent review on the subject noted that Neanderthal skeletal remains are contaminated with modern human DNA derived from the handling and washing of the specimens during excavation, and the human contaminants can often outnumber the endogenous DNA. Nevertheless, we can only work with whatever data are publicly available despite the apparent questions about contamination and accuracy. In a preliminary study, this author downloaded multiple data sets containing millions of individual DNA sequences from both the Neanderthal and Denisovan genome projects from one of the lead research centers, Max Planck Institute. On average, the sequences were about 75 bases in length and found to be 99.7 to 100% identical to modern human for both Neanderthal and Denisovan. If we assume that these data are accurate despite the questionable quality issues, then these DNA sequences clearly represent ancient humans, not some sort of inferior pre-human evolutionary ancestor. Most importantly, research studies on the breakdown of DNA in the environment over time suggest that the hypothetical ages being applied to many of these ancient human bone fragments are greatly exaggerated. Because the bones being recovered are typically found in burial sites and not in flood deposits, a post-global flood biblical timeline of not more than about 4,400 years provides a much better fit to the scientific data for DNA decay. The study of ancient DNA confirms that it is consistent with God creating man about 6,000 years ago and demonstrates that humans have not evolved from supposed pre-humans. End of quotes. Concerning Neanderthals, the following information is from the God Said, Man Said featured Neanderthal Man. Dr. Dwayne Gish, who just recently passed away, a well-known biochemist, author, and famous debater, had the following comment concerning Neanderthal Man. 
It was claimed that he lived as long as about 100,000 years ago to as recently as 25,000 years ago. But all anthropologists now believe that he was just as human as you and I. Dr. Henry Morris and Dr. Henry Morris III in their book Many Infallible Proofs have this enlightening section on the Neanderthal man. The most famous of all supposed ape men was Neanderthal man who was believed by the contemporaries of Charles Darwin to be a brutish, half-stooped, ape-like evolutionary ancestor of Homo sapiens. It is now quite evident, however, even to the evolutionist, that Neanderthal, as well as the still more advanced Cro-Magnum man, was human in every sense of the word, completely Homo sapiens. Even such a, even such a thorough-going evolutionist as Dobshansky has commented on this. The cranial, cranial capacity of the Neanderthal race of Homo sapiens was, on average, equal to, or even greater, than that in modern man, end quote. The reason why Neanderthal man was somewhat stooped and brutish in structure was not because he was newly evolved from the ape, but because he had health problems. Now at long last, thanks to the investigations of Dr. Francis Ivanhoe of London, who published his findings in the August 8, 1970 issue of Nature, the Neanderthal puzzle may have been solved. His review of the currently available anthropological and medical evidence shows that Neanderthal man was evidently the victim of his decision to move too far north at the wrong time, the onset of the glacial age. In doing so, contends Dr. Ivanhoe, he lost significant contact with the ultraviolet rays of the sun, and because his diet did not provide the missing nutrient, he contracted rickets, the vitamin D deficiency disease, which was to deform him for thousands of years to follow. End of quote. The headline of S. Booney's article in New Scientist was, Neanderthals weren't so dumb after all, she said. Paleontologists in Israel have discovered a fossil bone which shows Neanderthals may have been just as capable of speech as modern humans. End of quote. Another article in New, Scient uh, New Scientist was titled Living Human Fossils in Outer Mongolia. One of the paragraphs from the article reads, Is Neanderthal man alive and living in Outer Mongolia? Myra Shackley tentatively posed this question in 1980 in her semi-popular book Neanderthal Man. Probably to the surprise of many, but not all archaeologists, she repeats it in the latest issue of much-respected archaeological journal Antiquity. The sightings of wild men with the physical appearance of Neanderthals, together with the tool finds, represent to Myra Shackley an impressive body of material which it is difficult to disregard, end of quote. Cro-Magnum man, according to evolutionists, is the last evolutionary step to man, but the fact of the matter is that he is simply a man. Dr. Gish said if he was walking down the street in a business suit, nobody would recognize anything out of place, end of quotes. The following paragraphs are from the God Said, Man Said feature historians and 911 years. If men lived an average pre-flood life of 911 years, or basically 13 times longer than we do today, and they certainly did, then much of the world's knowledge that rejects this biblical record would have a very distorted view of reality, and it certainly does. Just two points will be briefly discussed to illustrate. One, 
Neanderthal man. The Neanderthal is showcased by Darwinian scientists as an evolutionary progression to today's modern man. The following excerpt is from the God Said, Man Said feature, Adam Was to Live Forever. Tremendously long pre-flood lifespans answer many questions. Consider Neanderthal man, one of the evolutionists supposed links between ape and man. Because pseudoscience has rejected the Bible and the creation model, the following truth has escaped the followers of pseudoscience. A.L. Gillen writes in his book, Body by Design, the following. Dr. Jack Cuzo, a research orthodontist for over 30 years in his book, Buried Alive, explains Neanderthal man's skeletons. His studies show that the human head does not stop growing as we age. Contrasting the measurements of people's heads when they were 19, in their late 40s, and some at age 80, he discovered that the head changed in the following manner. 1. The brow ridge came forward. 2. The jaw came forward. 3. The nose got bigger. 4. The chin came forward. 5. The cheeks came forward and flattened out. 6. The teeth came forward. and 7. The back of the head started to point out. Think of a baby's soft head. It is fashioned with cartilage as well as bone. Our skull gradually changes over time from fetus to infant to adolescent to adult. This has been known for some time, but more recently, Dr. Jack Quizot has found that our skull continues to change in our old age, and assuming man could live to 150, 200, 300, or even 500 years of age, this pattern of change would produce an individual that looked remarkably like Neanderthal man. End of quote. Number two, dinosaurs. Man living 13 times longer before the flood of Noah suggests that all of God's creatures would have enjoyed a similar benefit. Consider reptiles, which of course includes lizards that never stop growing. An old snake is a big snake. Reptiles never stop growing. Take into consideration that prior to the flood under God's perfect water canopy, which blocked out ultraviolet killer rays from the sun, there was an abundance of perfect air, water, and food. Now consider the Chinese iguana that can reach a length of 12 feet. If that terrible lizard would live 13 times longer and if it grew in equal proportion, it would be 156 feet long and potentially several stories high. The word dinosaur, which was coined in the 1800s, simply means terrible lizard. Evolution's poster child, the dinosaur, is just a giant reptile. End of quotes. God said approximately 6,000 years ago in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And of course... This account is true. God said, Exodus 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. God said, Genesis 5, 5, And all the days that Adam lived were nine hundred and thirty years, and he died. God said, Genesis chapter 5, verse 8, And all the days of Seth were nine hundred and twelve years, and he died. God said, Genesis 5, 27, and all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. 
man said, the foundation of my unbelief is Ramapithecus, the Australopithecines, Java man, Lucy, Nebraska man, Piltdown man, Neanderthals, Cro-Magnum, the Chinese lizard chicken, and all the other missing links. Now you have the record.